Good evening, everyone. It's your host, Melissa at Strange, Deranged, Beyond Insane. So following a recap again of the solar eclipse happening this year, 2024, April 8th, um, I did get word that um, schools are closing, ones that already are not off for spring break. Um, They're actually extending the break to having that Monday off. And it's basically just saying that it's for liability. Um, And they obviously cannot guarantee that kids will keep their eclipse glasses on their faces. Um, This uh, article is saying schools around us here in the path in Texas built April 8th as a day off into school year's schedule. So they decided to take it off over a year ago. The reason we have all been hearing is traffic congestion, Um, not wanting school buses to be held up by the extra traffic, etc. So this is a huge event. Um, A lot of um, airfare has already sold out for that day because there is a special airfare that you can take, obviously, to go see the eclipse. Me, I'd rather be on the ground and see it and be able to take pictures and videos. Um, I am going to order the solar eclipse glasses. Um, I do have a few friends that are going to be traveling. I'm not sure if we're going to go to Dayton, um, but if we do decide to go to Dayton, Ohio, to see the totality of it, if you will, um, I know we have to travel the night before and get there like super early because they're saying that it is going to be jam-packed with people. So that's the recap on the solar eclipse. Now, I do want to talk about what is being... um, thrown out there on social media a lot lately that I've seen, and that is um, the question, is it going to happen this year in 2024? Will there be three days of darkness? Okay, so this is a um, article about like the Catholic prophecy about this whole um, topic. All right, so it reads, in certain Catholic prophecy circles, there is a concept known as the three days of darkness, according to which a judgment will come upon the earth, and the earth will be shrouded in darkness. One of the most famous quotations about this event is attributed to the Italian mystic B.I. by um, Anna Maria Tiagi. She was born 1768, and she passed in 1837. She is said to have stated... There shall come, there shall come over the whole earth an intense darkness lasting three days and three nights. Nothing can be seen. The air will be laden with pestilence, which will claim mainly, but not only the enemies of religion. It will be impossible to use any man-made lightning. I'm sorry, lighting during this darkness, except blessed candles. He who out of curiosity opens his window to look out or leaves his home, will fall dead on the spot. During these three days, people should remain in their homes, pray the rosary, and beg God for mercy. All the enemies of the church, whether known or unknown, unknown, will perish over the whole earth during that universal darkness, with the exception of a few whom God will soon convert." The air shall be infected by demons who will appear under all sorts of hideous forms. Another mystic, Marie Julie G. I'm sorry, Jahani, maybe. Um, she was born 1850 and she passed away in 1941. 
And she said to have claimed that only 100% wax candles will work in this darkness. This has led to people selling pure beeswax candles to Catholic households for using during the event. Some Catholics have been very concerned about this event because if it were to occur as described, it would be terrifying. Okay, so then it reads, what should we make of the prediction and how credible is it? And what does the church have to say about all this? The answer to the last question is easy. Nothing. The church has nothing to say about it. A search of the Vatican website reveals no occurrences of the, of the phrase, three days of darkness. The three days of darkness is not a matter of church teaching. Well, yeah, because it's fucking terrifying, right? I don't think they'd want to um, teach anyone that, let alone kids. <laughs> All right, so it can be, or I'm sorry, can it be supported by the Bible? Websites advocating the three days of darkness regularly appeal to the ninth plague of the Exodus 1021-29, in which God caused three days of darkness in Egypt. However, this is a reference to a historical event, not a prediction of a future one. Appeal also is made to Revelation 6.12 and 16.10, the sixth seal and the fifth vial. These chapters in Revelation most likely pertain to events early in church history and not our future. And although both passages involve darkness, there is no mention of it lasting three days. The Bible does not contain a prediction of the three days of darkness. However, God could still reveal it through credible private revelations. And it is here that we run into a problem. George Ryan, who passes no judgment on the three days of darkness, writes, The origins of the prophecy are unclear, but it has been attributed to a number of saints and mystics throughout history. Some believe it comes from St. Um, Hildegard of Bengen, while others attribute it to St. Patrick or St. Teresa of Avila. This is a problem because if any of these figures predicted the three days of darkness, it should be possible to find the prediction in their writings, and nobody has been able to do so. It thus appears that some advocates of the view have attempted to give it give it an error of... Um, and Okay, so these are all, you know, big words from the Bible. So basically it's associating it with older saints. Um, it, Patrick lived in the 400s, so that's a long time ago. And I'm not going to quote all these Bible um, sayings, but and uh, Hild Hildegard lived in the 1100s and Teresa lived in the 1500s. Even though they made no predictions about it, the idea thus appears to be more recent origin. Um, so of course there are numerous visionaries operating today and some of them do speak of the three days of darkness. However, what these visionaries have in common is that none of them have been investigated and had his visions approved. So, I mean, could it happen? Maybe. Um, I'm not sure. I, I was alive um, for the brownout or like the little mini blackout, whatever you want to call it. I had the time of my life. Um, we hung out with neighbors. We were outside the whole time. And I, 
I mean, three days of pure darkness, I guess, would be a little bit terrifying, right? I mean, nobody could drive. I mean, you could drive because you, your, you know, your car has lights, but I mean, none of us could go to work, right? You can't work without light. Most of us can't. So, various web page, pages attribute it to a book titled Private Prophecy, which was published in 1863. This is good because books of that era have been, um, Digitside and are searchable online. However, when we check archive.org and Google Books, they turn up no book by this title. The same is true if you make the title plural, Private Prophecies. So that's also you can, you know, for archive.org and Google Books, there's no such thing, supposedly. <clears throat> One website listed the book having the Italian title uh, Private Prevezi Private and adds it was published in Rome. However, the same thing happens again on archive.org and Google Books. There are no books of this title on record. After considerable searching, including by other means, it appears that this book simply never existed. Perhaps someone saw the above quotation attributed to a private prophecy of Tyge from 1863 and thought it was a book title. However, here we encounter another difficulty. The website of the great Catholic monarch and angelic pontiff prophecies, which supports the three days of darkness, acknowledges that it was not mentioned until 1863 or 1864, 26 or 27 years after Taigi's death. During life, Taigi, however you say his name, reportedly saw an orb-like mystic sun that revealed things to her about the future. I'm sorry, her. And she told these to a spiritual director, Raphael Natali. So, um, as of right now, this is not going to happen, but a lot of people are talking about it. All right, and this year, um, well, being the Chinese dragon year, um, they actually just found um, a beautiful 240 million year old Chinese dragon fossil, which I find fascinating. Scientists are now able to paint a picture of what a 240 million year old strange marine reptile looks like, thanks to some newly found fossils. A team of international researchers were able to depict the bizarre long necked creature named, okay. I'm going to try on this. Dinocyplorussis. <laughs> um, Orientals for the very first time. National Museums of Scotland said Friday. This aquatic reptile said to be from the Triassic period in China and has been on scientists' radar since 2003. But the discovery of more complete specimens, including one fully um, articulated articulated fossil gave them opportunity to get a full picture of the creature. The fossil helped scientists get a beautiful, complete specimen from the tip of the nose right down to the tip of the tail. Dr. Nick Fraser, keeper of natural sciences at National Museum Scotland, told CNN, it's curled around in this sort of figure of eight, and it's very reminiscent of a Chinese dragon. The bones were first spotted over a decade ago decade ago. Bits and pieces of what would later be identified as the dino so 
Salafarasinus, I guess. Um, orientals were initially discovered by Lee Chun, a prof- professor from the Institute of Vertebrate pa- Palatholy, whatever, blah, blah, in Beijing, according to CNN. Chun noticed a small vertebrae in a limestone slab while visiting a village in the Guizhou province in the southwest region of China. He found other bone fragments in a pig pen nearby, uncovering the new species by piercing the fragments together. Uh, scientists were able to discover that the Chinese dragon had 32 separate neck bones, equipping equipping the aquatic reptile with the extraordinarily long neck, according to a news release from National Museums, again in Scotland. That discovery alone has surprised scientists who have already speculated that the creature's long neck helped it eat. Its exact function, though it's unclear according to published findings in the Earth and Environmental Science Transactions Journal of the Royal Society of Edinburgh. I am still baffled by the function of the long neck, Frazier told CNN. The only thing that I can come up with is that they were feeding in the waters that had rocks and perhaps services in them. Chinese dragon resembles other marine reptile. Okay, so this just goes on to say how that they um, basically compare other marine reptiles. And I, oh, hey, Don, how are you? You guys, I'm back on live um, TikTok while I'm podcasting. Don, I did um, publish the episodes from the um, Masonic Lodge. So you might want to go check those out. And of course, you can see I'm on here um, really struggling with these big words. So, um, anyways, besides this prehistoric Chinese. Um, dinosaur i think it's this is why i think 2024 is such a silly year silly but fun and you know i think there's more to 2024 if you will so they just uncovered this chinese dragon right and 2024 besides being the leap year and all this other crazy shit is the year of the dragon i just find that funny i'm sorry um the coincidences are like beyond um, what I can even fathom in my brain. So I do believe that 2024 is a very important year. However, I want to read a little fun stuff. So 2024, year of the dragon. Every year, a heavenly stem, one of the five elements which fall into the yin or the yang category, is paired with an earthly branch, one of the 12 Chinese zodiac animals. People born in 1988, year of the dragon, are ambitious dreamers. So I was born in 1988 and I've always known that my, Hey, Christina, that my, um, my Chinese astrology, um, is a dragon. So again, we found this 2024 is the year of the dragon. They found this, um, historic Chinese reptile dragon thing. I know Christina, you were born in 88 too. And you know, it's the year of the dragon and anyone that's born in 1988 now, there is some other meanings to um, babies being born in this year, 2024, dragon. Okay. So in 1988, the dragons, they were very smart and they worked hard with, with great initiative. If they can stick to one thing, they will have great achievements. 
They are a person with a loving heart and they like to make friends with all kinds of people. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> um, I got friends in low places, all kinds, everywhere, like paranormal, you know, people that don't believe in this stuff. We got, I got friends for all different reasons, right? And I like that my friends are extremely different. I would not want all the same friends. So I would definitely have to agree with, um, if you do have the dragon as your Chinese astrology, um, I'm sure you're the same way, right? Uh, the dragon as a yang earth sign possesses resilience and confidence and are naturally lucky and successful due to their intelligence and strong intuition. Well, doesn't that just boost our asses up even more? <laughs> oh, but warns of self-sabotaging, I'm sorry, self-sabotaging behaviors. The dragon is afflicted with the double dragon penalty, which can cause self-doubts, self-defeating thoughts, and actions as a result. All right, so if there is a child being born in 2024, present time, this year of the dragon, um, it notes that you'll have the power to turn your life around for the better. And if you stay positive and believe in yourself, she recommends keeping a bird charm on you for good luck. It's a good idea to carry a charm or a symbol of the bird or the rooster as a dragon's secret friend. This year is for protection. Okay. So that is pretty much sums it up of the year of the dragon. And, um, I mean, these are a lot of different coincidences for this year already in, in 2024. Um, I hope you guys really do your research and look into this. I don't think it's all like doom and gloom. Hey, Shannon, how are you? Um, I think this year is good, like good luck too. I think a lot of like cool things are happening and I don't, you know, I try not to get into like a crazy rabbit hole um, into these conspiracies and all these different things because it will, it will drive you fucking nuts, right? You got to kind of like choose your battles when you're looking up these topics. But on the podcast, I do like to stay current. I like to talk about obviously experiences, anything strange, you know, from um, hauntings, paranormal, true crime, alien talk, UFO talk. But I also try not to consume myself with all this because if I did that, I would never have, quote unquote, any type of normalcy, right? You you have to have like a balanced, you know, just like they say, like work and home, you have to be balanced is the same thing. Even though the podcast, um, podcasting, if you will, is a hobby for me, it is part of my life. I absolutely love podcasting. I love putting stuff out there. I love investigating and I love doing my research and you know, finding out for myself and my own beliefs. And I love having people on here to talk to you from all over the place, from all different backgrounds, all walks of life. I like to hear everyone's opinions and suggestions. One of these days I will get Dawn on here. Dawn's on live right now. Um, again, Dawn is the one that we went, um, she invited us to the um, Masonic Lodge in Indiana just a short while ago. And um, again, you guys, if you go on all my um, listeners and anyone on TikTok, I can't really tell right now um, how many people are on, but go follow Dawn Martin. Um, she is the lead investigator of a group called Ghost Whisperer. And um, she's like everywhere, 
all the time. I'm surprised she does not own her own private jet because she's like, I swear she's in like a hundred places at once. She's constantly investigating and, um, you know, she's going all over the place, Michigan, Ohio, Indiana. I mean, they're everywhere and anywhere. So yeah, you guys go ahead and, um, give her a follow. Of course, Christina Marie on here, which also happens to be my best friend. We've been best friends since we've been like 14. If you guys, um, like my content, then you'll absolutely love her content on TikTok. Christina Marie is her name. Go give her a follow. Christina has been on this podcast, um, several times. She lives in a real life haunted house slash condo, I guess. She she always corrects me and says condo, but whatever. To me, it's a house. It's huge. It has been haunted many, many years. A lot of um, strange, deranged, beyond insane occurrences goes on at her place. I have witnessed them several times for myself. She has, she has a lot of um, evidence, videos, pictures, everything. Um, so go ahead and give her a follow. Let's see. Shannon on here says, I grew up in one also. So, you know, you have you have all these people that have all these experiences and, you know, wants to talk about them. And that's why I made this podcast, because I don't want to sit on here and talk all the time. I'm, I don't want to fucking hear my voice. I want to hear other people's voices and everyone's experiences. Wolverine Fire. Hi, how are you? Thanks for joining. So, yeah, um, that's why I have a TikTok. That's why um, I'm constantly trying to get on live more because I actually... Um, I don't really give a fuck how many people follow me, um, or how much, um, like the new, like cool thing to do to get, you know, like random followers and shit. I actually want to talk to people about their experiences and what they think about any, any kind of content on the podcast. Um, that's why I do what I do. And that's why I try to get on here as much as I can on TikTok and on the podcast to, um, make it a safe place for people to talk about anything. So again, um, any platforms that you listen to podcasts on, you can um, go on there and listen to Strange, Strange, Beyond Insane. Um, if you type that in, my TikTok will come up. My name is obviously Melissa. Um, I've been podcasting for um, just over a year, so I'm still new to it. Um, also, we um, started a YouTube channel. Um that's in the process. Again, <laughs> I have a lot of, a lot of content to put on there. And you guys, anyone out there that does anything paranormal or any kind of paranormal research, even true crime stuff, anything of the sort, um, it does take a lot of time to go through your evidence and to read articles and to um, decipher what's true, what's not. Um, is there enough evidence to back things up? Because um, you don't want to just go on here and, you know, ramble a bunch of, you know, random shit because people are going to look it up, right? You know, they're going to see it for themselves. And Christina says, being a part of the podcast, she says, and I think we could say we love to hear from others and their experiences. Yes, that's very true. Um, like I said, again, that's why I made a podcast. And my next goal my next project, besides the YouTube channel, getting that up and, you know, more um, stuff on there, more content, I do want to make a documentary. Um, it's been something, it's something I've been wanting to do for probably pff, at least five years. Um, I love documentaries. I've always been a movie freak. 
um, growing up my whole entire life since I was younger. And I still love movies. But as I get older and as I get more into like the research of, um, you know, topics, I have really grown to love documentaries. And honestly, my my podcast is really an, an audio documentary, right? So in the near future, that is something that I um, want to fulfill and I want to get an I don't care how many people, as many people as I can get to get onto the documentary and talk about experiences and um, all the in-between. So there are some projects still in the near future that I'm still kind of like letting the hamster, you know, run around in the wheel, you know, if you will, in in my head and um, kind of like start all that. So it's definitely a passion. I'm going to continue with this and I hope everyone enjoys it. And I hope everyone and anyone who is into this does come on to the podcast and talk and, you know, share. And even if they even like some people don't like to talk, but just, you know, message me, you know, in any form, you know, message me on TikTok, you know, DM me, whatever. And like, let's talk about everything. And, you know, even if you um, have some experiences or suggestion that you don't want to come on here and talk, I will be your voice, but I want to hear from people again. I, I love it. Um, and again, if you want to email me ever, the email is ghost sisters, 2124 at Gmail. Again, that is ghost sisters, 2124 at Gmail. And, um, again, thank you guys for listening and tune in for some more.